0: Okay, so you need to know that she dated a Padres player in the past. Was nothing serious. But now what she wants to do, even though they're not talking anymore, is making her new boyfriend quite uncomfortable. The question for you is, is it appropriate? I'm going to tell you right now it's not, but I need your confirmation of this. And uh, ask my mom today on the show. Welcome. Hi, my name's Kramer, and I am proud to admit that I am a mama's boy
1: not just any mama's boy you're a certified mama's boy and this is the certified mama's boy
0: podcast hello welcome to the certified mama's boy podcast i'm steve kramer and i'm good to be back kind of missed doing a podcast yesterday oddly uh i thought I'd, i enjoyed the break I was kind of like, I miss it i miss you guys so thank you for giving me a day off and now we're gonna get back into the swing of things on uh, made me laughed it i'm sorry not made me laugh i asked my mom today and it made me laugh and i'm uh, just glad you're here it's a feel-good podcast i do it with my mom every single day and let me introduce you to her she's great nancy yancy hi mom
1: Hi,
0: honey. I have got to buy an umbrella, and I've got to buy a rain jacket. Oh,
1: no. I
0: cannot tell you how much I stick out in this city like just a sore thumb. (laughs) Because every time – because it's been raining here in Baltimore for – I think since Friday after, or at least been cloudy. I think it didn't start raining until Sunday. Okay. And today is now Monday afternoon, about six o'clock, so Monday night. Yes. Uh, it's been raining like straight. Yes. And I always feel like it's not going to be that bad. But then I look around and it, and it's not heavy rain. I mean, it's just like, it's just an annoying you know, medium drizzle. Yes. Um, but I, I look around and, I, and on rainy days, I realize I'm the only person that's not properly prepared for the situation. You know, like I'm looking right now, like I'm looking out my window uh-huh. and like looking down onto this like walkway area uh-huh. and like everyone's got a rain jacket on or they have an umbrella or they have something like on days like today, I just go out and get wet. Like I'm just so not used to having an umbrella with me. And right. I know for a fact, actually this, this could be a fun little thing to keep up with. I know for a fact, if I buy an umbrella that is going to get lost. I give it 10 days, 10 full days, because there's no way I'm going to remember to keep up with an umbrella. I've never had it. I don't remember ever using an umbrella. I'm sure maybe I did when I lived in Tampa and maybe mm. some in Georgia, but hell, that's been, I'm leave Tampa 2012, uh, you know? So uh, I got well, to, I got to figure this out.
1: You can buy yourself a large golf umbrella. Those are kind of hard to leave behind.
0: Yeah, but what am I going to do with that? Like, how am I going to walk around with that? You know,
1: put it in your car. But yeah, just get a rain jacket with a hood.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. Um. So I, um, I told you on Tuesdays what we're gonna do is we're gonna kind of like check in with how I'm feeling about moving, and I hope that whatever you're going through, it's kind of like to to ask you to go through the same thing, right? So whatever like you're going through, to uh try to give it some time to where you analyze, and I don't rec- I don't necessarily recommend every week. We're just going to try every week for now to see how it works. But maybe every other week or maybe once a month to kind of, like, feel how you're feeling about whatever situation you're going through. Mine, I told you I'm having a hard time with this move, right? Just getting Mm -hmm. situated, feeling like I'm fitting in. Mm -hmm. Uh, This weekend was good because I got out and I did some stuff. I went over to the aquarium, which was nice. A national aquarium, which apparently is the biggest aquarium. I don't know. Some accolade, accolade, accolade. accolade. Uh, Which is actually, I I, I need to be careful because they might be a radio advertiser. But it it was a little... It was a little uncomfortable at times oh. because I mean it's beautiful. The building's beautiful. Uh, it's a little older, but like it's it's really. I don't really remember the Atlanta Aquarium when I went there when I lived there, but mm-hmm. um, the uh this one here is really it's really nice. It's, it's like two buildings. It's really cool, mm-hmm. and um, so I went over there, but I felt just a tad uncomfortable, and it may just be in my head because mm-hmm. I don't know, like. I just felt like we were really close to one another. Like they oh. just there wasn't much of like a rhyme or reason. You know, I know they <laughs> limit it. So what they do here is they limit how many people can come in at a time. So you have to kind of reserve a time to oh, go.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh-huh. Um so yeah. it's limited to so many people. But I felt like so like my time was three uh-huh. But I felt like what happened was like everybody got there at three thirty, you know? Uh-huh. Because it's like we're between three thirty and four or whatever. Well everyone got there at three thirty, and so then you've got X amount of people all entering at the same time, all looking at the same exhibit at the time. So I tried to like kind of push through my way through to not be around so many people. Um, <coughs> but it was fun to explore. I would say after this weekend, I was, I was at a three last week. Um, since I got out and kind of saw some more stuff, I'm probably at a four. I'm but good. could easily fall back down into a three. Oh. Just because of the uncomfortability of it all. I kind of got to see it from like a different angle, I guess, or different viewpoint this yeah. weekend because it was just like I was kind of being a tourist in the city. And I uh but I'm still I guess I'm just having moments where I'm like, huh, you know, like oh my well, God, I should oh become my
1: more familiar with things. That discomfort will subside, I think.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Know. So, so this
1: could be thoughtful Tuesday. What are your thought- thoughts? Thoughtful Tuesday. Thoughtful about, Tuesday. About, yeah, and what, what are you, the thoughts that we're having? What are your thoughts about Baltimore? <laughs> okay.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All of a sudden, mom's a, mom's a, a segment producer over here. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, I just want to just keep track and I just hope to motivate you to keep track of whatever you're going through, do. Because I think what happens is like, you're like, man, like you're six months in. You're like, I don't feel any better. But like, mm-hmm. if you really think, if you really watch yourself and how you're progressing and whatever you're going through, mm-hmm. it's pretty cool. Pretty cool to see like how you're you know how you're growing or changing or getting used to a situation or feeling about a situation or whatever so i'm gonna give it a four mm-hmm. i'm gonna give it a four but say that i'm not comfortable that it's gonna stay at a four right now mm-hmm. I, I might because i mean it rained the last two days and so i'm like <sighs> you know mm-hmm. like and it's gonna be beautiful this week though. So maybe ask me next tuesday and so um, then i can be back again mm-hmm. i saw somebody put on i don't know if you saw it on our facebook group or not we have a certified fans facebook group right yes. and Somebody put this TikTok video, shared a TikTok video about like what it's like to live in California right now. You know, uh, like with everyone like going through fall. This is my first <laughs> real fall I've done in quite some time, and it's, it is it is getting beautiful here. Like the weather, this like before uh, started raining was just like crisp, and the leaves are starting to change, mm, and it's kind of cool mm, to have like a real fall for mm, once. You know, mm, so uh, anyway, four maybe borderline three, we'll see. Um, I'll
1: bet that's really fun for Jess. Who's never lived outside of California. Yeah.
0: It's a totally different world for her. And She went over oh, to Virginia this yeah. weekend. And went on a hike. She's got some family out in Virginia. Yeah. Um, so she, I think she had a good weekend doing that and just kind yeah. of seeing the leaves. And I, I need to do something folly. I think the moment might, might help a little bit too.
1: Yeah. Go to a pumpkin patch. Uh, go on, on a hayride.
0: Actually, I don't know. I'd have to go with somebody. I can't imagine going to a pumpkin patch by yourself. I can't think of anything more <laughs> no. interesting
1: no. no than going no. to
0: buy a pumpkin by yourself.
1: No, you have, you'd have to like, go with Justin. Yeah. yeah, you have
0: to go with uh, Justin. Rushmore. I want to talk about this wedding that you went to this weekend because uh, how yeah. did you how did you even get wrapped up in this? What was this, this situation?
1: Oh, this is one of the sweetest men um, from Rainbow Village who lived there as a child with his family, uh, his mom, his dad, and there were four of them, and he was the oldest. And I think he was about 13 or 14. But I always loved him and respected him so much because even at that young age, he had the courage to speak his truth in love and to accept reality for what it was. And he was he's just a, a marvelous man, and he moved back to Atlanta after they left him. He left and he lived in Washington for a while. And he went to work at a homeless shelter there to give back what had been given to him. That's cool. Yeah. And then he came back to Atlanta and he worked in our after school program, Mm -hmm. which was really great. And then he went to work for another nonprofit that was a partner of ours and did some great work there. And then he uh, proceeded to um, have a career in acting and then I didn't hear from him for a very long time, but I got an invitation to come to his and his partner's wedding on Zoom this weekend. And so, so I was there. so
0: when you said he would speak his truth at 13, 14, yeah. like he, was, he said he was gay at 13 and 14?
1: No, no, no. Oh. What, what he said was that really struck me as his parents were um, both drug addicts. Mm-hmm. And we had somewhat of an intervention with them because their kids were awesome kids and had been raised mostly by their grandmother yeah. um, who lived in Baltimore. Um, yeah, there you go. And um, his, I mean, they they were still doing drugs. And so we decided to meet with the dad and to let them express how they felt about him as it related to drugs and everything else. And what he said to him was so touching. He said, you know, people say that sometimes good parents just have bad kids. In our case, we are good kids that just have bad parents.
0: Wow. That's a lot for a 13-year-old now.
1: That is amazing. And his dad just broke down because he knew it was true. Right. He knew it was true. Those kids were awesome. So well, tell me
0: about the wedding.
1: <laughs> well, you know, it was on Zoom. And I venture to say that of the 15 people that were on Zoom, yeah, probably I knew more than any of them about it. I mean- First of all, I was the only white person there, so my face was like glowing <laughs> <laughs> in the yeah. midst of everyone else. <laughs> They're
0: they probably wondering. They're probably is this woman a cop or uh, like, what is
1: exactly. this, who The hell is this? And he had Named asked Nancy me to Nancy on the screen. <laughs> like what the exactly.
0: hell is this?
1: Thank God he did ask me to to speak because then when I spoke, he he told a little bit about me, but why I was there, but. I'm telling you.
0: So nobody knew how to use it?
1: No. I mean, no. And they didn't know when their mics were muted and when they weren't. And they were saying, what the shit's going on anyway? Where am I? Where the hell is Bernita? Where's Steven? I mean, it was a riot. One family was having wings for lunch, and they had no idea that their camera was on.
0: Oh, like, they were just just sitting there eating. (laughs) Eating I didn't know you could see him eating. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and then one person, you saw their shoes yeah. and his sister did a dance and, and she's lovely, but she had the camera position kind of strange. And honestly, I was hoping that she didn't twirl too many times because... You would have been able to see things that none of us would have oh, needed Lord. to see. I mean, it was hysterical. And then sometimes when there were people to speak, they couldn't find them. They'd be like, they'd be like, Where's Shanita? It's her time to talk. Oh, <laughs> oh no, where'd she go? Well, I think she went outside, and then one time they lost Stephen. <laughs> nobody like, knew. Nobody I, knew. I, I mean, like, it was so much fun
0: i gotta give them i gotta give them credit like that's actually a pretty smart way to do things right like to have a zoom wedding like you don't have to pay for people to come you don't have to pay for a venue where, where were they actually getting married
1: it looked like they were in like uh somebody's house Oh, okay. They were at someone's house for sure. I mean, that
0: budget, that budget's very reasonable. <laughs> oh
1: yeah. I think your oh, Maggie
0: yeah. might might want to consider it. It's very safe. <laughs> anybody can log I in whenever know. you do it. I I'm know. telling you, I, I always say this, and I I here's the thing: if you're not married, you're never going to listen to this because no one ever does. And I, I give this advice to literally every single person that I know that gets engaged, mm-hmm. including my sister, Dr. Maggie. Mm-hmm. Uh, no don't spend a lot of money in your wedding. Don't like, you're not going to care about it. It's nice. Like the biggest waste of money. Like I can't even imagine what Maggie's budget is going to be. What are you, but are, are his, I forget who pays for what you guys are supposed to pay for the wedding, right? We
1: are. Mm-hmm. So
0: like, are you actually, is that still a thing where you guys are actually paying for the wedding?
1: It is. And we're paying most of it, even though Lord. his parents are contributing and so are they. So the whole burden of the, of the financial responsibility. And like it's what
0: kind of rule is that? Like what kind of rule it's just is that? It is that fashioned. You know? Like yeah. oh the like who the hell who the hell said the groom's family is supposed to pay for the wedding? I mean the bride's <laughs> family is supposed to pay for the wedding. Like what?
1: Well, your why? bride's family paid for yours and we paid well, for the dinner and that I know that's,
0: but they were also I would say a little financially better off than the Yancey family was oh, so that yeah. would make more sense to me and yeah. also since she since she left I feel like it's stick it to her anyway <laughs> um, no, we're not doing anything we can't afford. I just, I don't know. This whole wedding process. Am I just, am I like a bah humbug of love now? I'm almost afraid I'm becoming that. <laughs> I, like, I honestly, no. like when I went through, it was really stressful, but like it was fun. It was a fun weekend and everything.
1: Yeah, you had a destination um, wedding.
0: Yeah. So speaking of that, I wanted to bring that up today because I I don't know if you realize, but yesterday, mm-hmm. um, Sunday would have been my... 11, 12 year anniversary. I was married in 2009. So it'd been my 11 year wedding anniversary. Mm-hmm. And did you, did you realize that? Because nobody said anything to I me. I did again.
1: for the same what reason I think you, you did. My Facebook memories came up.
0: Yeah. 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 Uh, like I, for the very first time, it's so funny because I want to talk about healing today and how it mm-hmm. happens. Because again, it happens very slow. And that's why I kind of recommend keeping a, like a running tab on how you're feeling, you know? Mm -hmm. And like, I, you know, when you first get divorced, you kind of dread days like that coming. You're like, oh, Mm -hmm. here it comes. Like wedding, you know, wedding anniversary's coming up. I'm going to feel like shit. Like, oh no. And then just one day, I mean, I just didn't even think about it. I like, literally didn't think about it. I didn't like, it it didn't cross my mind. It didn't, and this is what, this would be, I'm trying to think like on the radio, I keep saying I've been divorced for three years, but I don't think it's necessarily true. It just sounds better than trying to do the math really fast. Mm-hmm. So, um, she so left in April of 2018, I think, was it, mm-hmm. 18 I think it was 18 or 19. 2019, it was 18. 18. So then, yeah, 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 yeah. it have been 2018. Yes. So it's been, it's been two and a half years, I guess. It's been two, yeah. closer to two and a half than three years. Yeah. Um, but I, I got to say for the first year, like, and then it came up on my Facebook and I was like, oh, look at that wedding anniversary. Like, <laughs> okay. Like it just didn't, it didn't feel, it didn't like feel like anything. It didn't feel sad. It didn't feel like mm-hmm. the fact that I didn't even think about it mm-hmm. was really hopeful to me. You know, yeah. like, and it's I, what I'm so, no, absolutely, it felt really good. And what I'm so curious about, here's what I'm really curious about, and I love your phone calls, your text over this because people that are divorced, like, do you ever feel like you, like, like I'm just wondering if I ever get to a point where I'm just like, like, if my ex were to call me, like, we could just have like a normal conversation and me not feel any kind of certain way about it. Like, would it ever happen? Like, would it ever come to a point where I'm just like neutral about her? You know, or even like positive about her, I mean, even like not like super positive, like leaning positive. Mm-hmm. You know, the fact that I don't ever see her again is one thing, like it doesn't really matter. Right. But what I'm curious about is, do I will I ever get to a point where I am at least neutral? Because right now, I, I mean, again, again, two and a half years removed, I still feel meh about her, like her personally, you know, mm-hmm. just like what happened.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But I'm just wondering if I ever get to the point where I'm just like, I mean, it's whatever, you know, like it's just whatever. It's just literally neutral.
1: Well, I think most likely that doesn't happen unless you have kids.
0: Yeah. You know, and if
1: you have have kids, you're never really totally free of the other person.
0: Right. No matter what
1: the situation is. But I would think probably not, but who am I to say? I've been married (laughs) my whole life.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, maybe different. Literally. Um, Well, since I've been sitting here shitting on marriage for the last 15 minutes, um, congratulations to Miguel Fuller. Did you see?
1: (gasps) Yes. I'm so happy for Miguel. He's finally found his true love. Oh!
0: So um, in case you don't know, Miguel – Miguel Fuller is a good friend of mine. He's also on this podcast a lot. Every moment in Kramer history is on he's come on done some special episodes with me. And I, I love this guy. He's like one of my best friends ever. Mm -hmm. And uh, so I was really happy. And I actually found out the day before Holly, tipped me off that he was going to get proposed to oh. on thursday night
1: and then it
0: happened on friday but i'm going to try to get him on and uh just to talk about the whole experience i think maybe friday we can probably squeeze him in oh, um, that would be
1: so fantastic i would love to hear the story yeah 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 because he <laughs>
0: you know miguel he's uh, he miguel's just always wants to be loved he just always yeah. wants to be loved and so i'm just glad and i think he's really found somebody I was there through a lot of Miguel's just crappy boyfriends. And so mm-hmm. I'm just happy. I don't know his boyfriend, his fiance, Abe that well, mm-hmm. I've hung out with him. I think maybe once or twice, but Miguel does seem like, they seem like genuinely good partners. Aww. And so that, that makes me happy. So, so happy. Uh, I'm going to try. I'm honestly not even asking because I know he's in Atlanta this weekend uh, with his family. So oh, I'm going to see if I can get him on for possibly Friday's show to just give us an update, just Excellent. as a little family member. And, on that, let's get to our quote for today, Mom.
1: Um, so today, I'm sharing a new favorite person of mine. That's Rilke. Uh Rainier Maria K. Even though the Maria sounds a little strange, it is a male. Um, and hold on, I have a lot of garbage in here. Okay, and this is about love. We need in love to practice only this letting each other go. For holding on comes easily. We do not need to learn it. Uh. And boy, is that ever true. That That has certainly been true for your dad and I because we needed to let go of so many things in our marriage, you know, the controlling of each other and the thinking that, They would change or we would change them or whatever. Um, Let go and let each other be who we are. And then the question is, can you love and accept each other for who they genuinely are and let them go and be their person?
0: And like, how is that process? How does that go? Because my dad... (laughs) He's kind of a pain in the ass at times in the ass at times,
1: to him too. I, so. Yeah, exactly.
0: I mean, everybody, everybody's a pain in the ass at times, mm-hmm. but like you guys are very different, right? Like oh, I'm sure yeah. you can tell by the podcast that like, they're, are two very different people. <laughs> we are. Uh, and my dad's very, I mean, my dad's very particular and he's very like old school, likes things his way. You know, it's his way or the highway kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I, at least that's how it was growing up. It felt like, it felt like yes. he was like, just, he was like, I'm dad. This is how things are. Period. Yeah. Yes. Um, how, so how did that process work? Cause <laughs> when there times that you just wanted to like strangle them. Oh yeah, for sure. And still
1: do. Um. But you have to just practice it. You have to practice. And it really is, it really is accepting that that's who they are, but knowing that they love you and they only want good for you and for the relationship. And, You you know, that's who he is. I mean, that's, you know, he was brought up very differently than me. He's a very different person than I am. And I'm sure I drive him absolutely wacko. Um, You know, he thinks I'm out to lunch. Um, And some days I am. I'll admit that. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But, yeah, we just, you know, we loved each other enough to accept the other. Yeah. And to let go of the stuff that we or trying to control about each other and to just oh. let it be. And it's the same thing with your children. You have to let go of your children <laughs> and let, let them, them
0: chase their crazy radio dreams all across yeah, the country.
1: And let them fly and try not to control too much of their decisions. And, you know, because this is your journey. And, you know, we want to be a part of your journey, but we don't want to. Um, We don't want to take you away from your life's calling. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, Jim reminds me all the time that you all are grown.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I mean, do you feel like you you would intervene in my decision-making skills a lot?
1: You mean now? Yeah. Oh, no. I would hope not. I mean, if you ask her my advice, it'd be like ask my mom. Yeah, right. I'll definitely give you my opinion if you ask me for it. Sometimes when you don't ask me for it, but um, no, I mean, you don't, I don't know your situation. No one knows your situation better than you. Right. I believe that we all have the answers that we need for ourselves within us. Yeah. That we're the only ones that have the answers. So, you know, I might try to sway you one way or the other or make you think about it.
0: Right.
1: Um. But no, I will. I will always honor whatever decision you make about your life. And same thing with Brian and Maggie, and and who you choose to love. I will love them too, to the best of my ability. Yeah. Um, you know, as long as they love you and treat you well. I mean, it is oh, yeah. somewhat. It is somewhat conditional. I have to say.
0: <laughs> yeah. The <laughs> uh my in hindsight i i saw the way my mom would try to quote unquote guide me through my marriage Mm -hmm. um aside comments here and there because my ex-wife wasn't really involved in my family life that much she kind of just stayed separate and she had to be honest she wasn't very involved in her own life either Uh her own family life either um but she like it was just um I just would see comments. My mom in hindsight now would be like, you know, I, just, I wish she'd, I wish she'd come around or is she loving you the right way? Uh-huh. And just, you know,
1: I'd be yeah. like, God, mom,
0: oh, I'm 26. Yeah, I know everything. <laughs>
1: no. <laughs> Are you being loved like you need to be
0: loved? Yeah. I don't think I knew that meant until recently. Yeah. Uh, over the next couple episodes, um, well, let's, let's do this. First off, uh, in a couple minutes, we're going to get into the uh, Ask My Mom. This is what I'm fired up about. And I don't know if I'm, if I'm a crazy person, but just reading his message, I'm like – I feel you because she used to date a Padres player and now what she's doing with this same guy, even though she's dating this, her new boyfriend, like, uh, uh-uh, nope, not in my mind, not in my book, not in my game. Hang on uh, and let's get my mom's advice and yours to you in just a couple of minutes. But going back to this, so I, um, I – I, I got to like, as much as I say, like I'm over my divorce, right? Like, cause mm-hmm. I am, like, I don't think about important days. There's mm-hmm. still a lot of baggage that's in there. And sure. as I, I don't have a lot to report on this right now other than telling you the fact that I'm trying to get my dating life aligned to like get more serious about dating and to just date one person uh-huh. <laughs> and to not date the whole city. Cause uh-huh. I know that like I, now is my chance. Like now is my chance to like kind of restart my dating life and to get more serious about it. Cause for a while, like I told you since like the, like last summer, mm-hmm. I wasn't taking it very seriously. I didn't want to, I didn't want to keep up with it. But now, now that I'm starting to get more serious about it, I see absolutely why I did not take it seriously.
2: Mm-hmm. And
0: that is because I am scared. I'm really scared. And mm-hmm. I didn't see it as that, but mm-hmm. I'm really scared of getting hurt. Right. Mm-hmm. So, um, I, I, uh, This kind of stuff. This is the kind of stuff that, like, it takes time and it takes work to get through. And you may not have all the answers for it. So our friends over at BetterHelp are a great asset for it. Like Dr. Mm -hmm. Jag and I are going to have to kind of. If I'm going to start to take this on seriously, I know I'm going to need professional help. Like I know it's like one of those topics that I can't just kind of break through myself. Yes, I'm glad that I've identified it, but I don't know what to do with it. Like, how do I get past? The fear of getting cheated on again, or the fear of like being left again. Like, there's just a lot of baggage in there that I don't know emotionally how to get over. And now that I want to take dating more seriously and to end up in a relationship eventually, mm-hmm. uh, I gotta figure out. I gotta figure out how to do that. And that's I why I really recommend BetterHelp. And actually, somebody else I forget somebody that's messaged me this week. Um, dang it. Well, we're gonna talk about BetterHelp all week, so I'll come back to it. But I remember she was saying there's two things that she was like, "Oh, I wish you would talk about this." Because there's two. I remember one of them was financial aid. Mm. Like, um, I don't think I mentioned that a lot, but you know, it's if it's if it's the finance part that's holding you back or making you worried about it, you don't have to feel that way anymore mm. uh, with BetterHelp. And I wish. Oh, I screenshotted her message, and I want to share this. Uh, but we'll start with that one. So it, uh, our friends are at BetterHelp. It's online therapy. It is amazing. I use Dr. Jag. She's aligned with what I'm looking for. She's spiritual. She's, I said I want a woman, a spiritual thing. Here's the issues I'm dealing with, and mm-hmm. it's been really great. And you can always flip over to a different therapist if you don't like yours. So, mm-hmm. boom, it's like that. It's really super easy. It's very 2020. A lot of people from this podcast try it, and that's why they advertise so much on here because mm-hmm. – I recommend it. You trust me enough to go try it and you have great results. And so they keep advertising here. So thank you for everyone that's tried it. But, you know, depression, sleep issues, family issues, relationship issues. Are you like me? Are you finding yourself like in a dating rut because you just can't get rid of your baggage? Well, then, you know, BetterHelp. Give it a Mm -hmm. shot. See if it'll work. If you go to uh, BetterHelp.com slash Kramer, you're going to get 10% off your first month. So BetterHelp.com slash Kramer. Give it a shot and let us know how it goes. Okay. Ask my mom here in just a couple of minutes. It's a little advice segment. I'm going to tell you, like, if you dated a celebrity of any sort, you can't have this kind of connection afterwards. You, <laughs> my mind and make, you guys can call me crazy over this, but when I read this, I was like, wait, what? No. <laughs> No, it would, it would drive me crazy. But again, I've got a lot of emotional baggage. So uh, First, thank you to all the certified fans that signed up last week. Really, really, really appreciate it. And um, I am, am so thankful to anyone that supports this show because I love producing it. I think it's got a great message. It's a great community. I hope it makes people feel less alone. And by you just giving $5 a month, that's basically what you're buying into. It's like you're buying into a... Uh, a podcast that can, I hope, make you feel and make others feel like you're part of a community that's like a feel-good community. Mm -hmm. It's like a safe place to go in all the chaos of 2020. And we work really hard to make it feel like that and and to actually be like that. And when you become a certified fan, you um, you get all kind of perks. You get uh, $5 off in the merch store instantly when you join. You, uh, you're going to get that bonus episode of the episode I'm calling the box. That was the Amazon purchase that got lost with a item that I can never imagine one of my <laughs> neighbors opening, even though it was sitting on their doorstep. <laughs> so I'll, uh, I'm finally going to reveal that episode. You're going to get it on Monday, but certified fans, you're going to get, it, I think Saturday, maybe earlier. Uh, but you're going to get it before anybody else because you're a certified fan and you deserve anything I can do to like give back to you. I'm happy to do so. Mom, I'm actually going to pitch an idea that I was going to talk to you off, like off the air about this, oh. but I might as well talk to you about it right now. No. Um, so, I told you that we are going to have to increase the price of certified fans if mm-hmm. I'm going to get to a point and it's not going to be much. It's going to go from $5 a month to $6 a month. But mm-hmm. if you're already in now, your price doesn't increase. Like you're right. not going to get charged more. So right. don't worry about it. You're like, wait, wait, you didn't tell me it's going to be a dollar more. It's like Netflix, you know, like if they add more stuff. It just costs more money. And like I said, we're going to add a producer in January, which I'm really excited about. Mm. I don't know who that person is yet. I don't know them, so I can't mm-hmm. tell you much more about that. But that's my goal is by January to have a producer for this show. And I, um, I'm i thinking about adding a feature. If I can make it cost-effective enough mm-hmm. for... Because a lot of people love my mom's text messages that she sends me every morning. And oh. honestly, it wouldn't... Hang on, hang on. <laughs> it wouldn't be cost-effective for us to do a daily... To be honest with you, text message marketing is so expensive it is by far my biggest bill every single month is the text messages and it's like hundreds of dollars so it's Mm -hmm. uh, but it gets great you know it gets a lot of people to listen so i like it and it's honestly the most direct form of communication to you so i like that's like some business side but i what i was thinking is for certified fans i think if i can raise the price just a dollar for new people coming in Mm -hmm. then i should be able to do a weekly text from my mom, like a motivational Monday text, but a mom that would, you know, of course, involve you like writing it. So <laughs> um, are you interested in that at all? Because you can always say no, but.
1: Um, yeah, I'm interested.
0: <laughs> <Okay>.
1: <laughs> I need to think about it.
0: Okay. Think about it. Think now about it. Like,
1: motivational Monday.
0: I know. So my mom does a, a radio segment with me now too. Like you're very busy. I'm
1: very busy with this podcast.
0: I know. So podcast?
1: just know
0: yeah. that the price is going to go up for certified. I don't know that again, I don't know if the text is going to be a thing, but if you're really excited about it, go on the Facebook group and just, uh, talk yeah. about how excited
1: like that. Is- Would that be worth it to you for a dollar? And it's a an additional, it's an additional well- dollar.
0: Huh? it's additional a dollar month for new people that are going to come in but either okay. way that price is going to have to go up because just because of everything we're going to add in january yeah. it comes so to, let's
1: just open it up to our listeners um yeah. well yeah text us or 888 kramer 8 and let us know what you think
0: yeah just go on the facebook yeah. group every text message costs me money so oh, oh, yeah okay or go on Our
1: well that's our fans that's our fans. yeah but of course, so, yeah the ones who know us best. So, no, yeah. So text,
0: whatever you got to do. Call us, text do your thing. 888-Kramer8. Uh You can go on Facebook. But I think, I just think that'd be like a nice touch. It'd be a nice, like, I know people really like the text messages that I get. And if you want to encourage my mom, that'd be a good idea. I think financially I can make it work at least once a week. So just let us know if you think that'd be a cool addition to the podcast. Okay? Okay. Uh, but anyway, thanks to our new certified fans that joined last week, we were able to bring in, and most of them are my dad's friends, but it's fine. Um, <laughs> hey, you
1: challenged him. Don't It get doesn't me. matter.
0: Yeah, it doesn't matter. We added a lot of new people, which, you know, again, every new person is going to add just a little bit more. Uh it, More bricks to the house, if you will, or whatever you want to say. Like, we're just building this little community over here. So, I want to say hi to uh, Jezebel U, Jezebel U from Oceanside, who joined last week. Jezebel, thank you so much. Yes. Yeah, for your membership. That really means a lot. And um, we will uh, keep doing whoop -whoop. whoops. That's another exclusive perk you get is your own whoop whoop. So, (laughs) that's right. um, (laughs) Your
1: personalized whoop whoop.
0: Yeah. So go, uh, go text the word fans, F a N S to eight, eight, eight Kramer eight. All right. This one just irritates me and I not irritates me, but it's like, no, no. Like if I, I'm telling you, if I was in this relationship, this would be, and this is like a very, such a weird particular situation that wouldn't happen to a lot of people in real life. But like, how would you really feel if you broke the situation down? Um, so get ready to call in over this because if you think I'm crazy and I'm like the jealous type, then let me know too, because I'm (laughs) on this guy's side hundred percent. I'm just going to say that going into this. Okay. So asking mom's an advice segment that we do. And if you ever have questions, you want to be a part of it. That guy Kramer at gmail.com or I'm that guy Kramer on Instagram. Okay. It says, bro, we miss you in SD. I can't wrap up this Padre season without asking your mom this question. I have officially started to date this girl that I met on Instagram through a friend's picture. We have been talking now for about three months. It came up last week when we started talking about our previous relationships that she used to date a famous Padres player. I promised her that I wouldn't tell you which one it was, but you would know the name. They also met on Instagram. They went on two dates and then she found out that he was basically copying and pasted <laughs> mess- <laughs> messages to her cousin. Ha ha. <laughs> play. you can't date professional i know (laughs) if if, if, it's close to your as your cousin like it's your cousin's not the only one but i always say you can't date professional sports players you're going to get cheated on i (laughs) I stand by that comment there's i don't i doubt there's maybe except for nick hardwick who is uh, used to be a chargers player i I have things an upstanding gentleman uh I, i haven't met a lot of of professional sports players that I feel like would not cheat on their wives in any given instance,
1: or Kirk Cameron, who's married to Maggie's friend Julie.
0: I I don't know him, so I'm not gonna sign off on that. But he's um, triple. Anyway, uh, so, so back to the message. She said she stopped talking to him, but then she said uh, to me, "But he's still my favorite Padres player." That made me feel weird. What it made it even worse is they still follow each other on Instagram, and she still wears his jersey <laughs> with like a lot of exclamation points on the end of it. Um, I told her that I couldn't date a woman that still wore a guy who she used to have a crush on uh, on uh, a date's name on her shirt. Ha ha ha! In no other situation would that be okay. Uh, she told me that I was being crazy. It was only two dates that she wants to be able to wear the Jersey. And I said, no way in hell can I date her if she thinks that's okay. <laughs> Mama Nancy always has good advice. Do I sound crazy, Nancy?
1: Oh gosh.
0: Uh, okay. All right. So <laughs> the most, the most important line of that message is that wouldn't be okay in any other situation. All like, right. Can you imagine Dating somebody, and again, this is a very weird, peculiar situation, but nobody can tell me this is okay. Like, imagine if you were dating somebody and they walked in and they were wearing the name of their ex on their shirt. And you're like, "What? this is my favorite, whatever, whatever. Like, no. no, 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 no. Allison, my mom's a lot less crazy than I am. So I'm, I'm genuinely curious, mom. Like, How you take that situation?
1: Well, you are a jealous type, and I'm certainly not by any means. But no, (laughs) no, she, she, you know, she should not be wearing that shirt, knowing that she has a crush on him. No, that would be like what if what if a girlfriend gave you a bracelet or something with her name on it, and you wore it all the time, and said, "Oh, well, I don't care about her anymore. I just like the bracelet."
0: Yeah, it's like, it's not okay. Like, it's not, again, it's a very specific kind of situation. I get it. But I, I can almost 100% guarantee you that we're not going to get one call from somebody that says that's okay. And I am here to help. And I'm not trying to be just, because we don't get a lot of messages from guys. So I'm not trying to just be like, oh, what's a guy messaging in? So like, yeah.
1: Oh, no, I'm excited.
0: Um, I... I just <laughs> now we
1: have Fitz, I, Sean and Donald.
0: That's right. Yeah, that's right. We got our, I, our, our I, no, I, there's, there's a couple, there's a couple and guys, Tim and, and Rick. You're right. You're right. Yeah, you're a right. Let's, let's not hate on our certified mama's boy guys, yeah. certified mama's boys. Yeah. Um, so anyway, please call, please text, please get the conversation started over in the certified fans, Facebook group. Like, is it okay to, for her because i mean again like she's a fan of the sports her favorite team she's been a fan of the player like yeah i'm gonna play devil's advocate for me they only went on two dates right it wasn't like it was something super serious and if like if she seriously just enjoys his craft is that okay (laughs) Mm -hmm. it's not but is it okay uh (laughs) 888 kramer 8 let's get the phones going for this one because i feel like it's gonna be it's gonna be a doozy. okay All right, mom. That's okay. all I got for you. Okay, honey. All right, love Thank you.
1: Love you, love you forever.
0: Okay, we got some good news uh, for today, and actually, both stories have to do with saving kids' lives. So, shout out to anyone who saves kids' lives. Mom, remind me because my mom always listens back to the podcast. Remind me to tell you tell the story maybe tomorrow about the guy that took Maggie to the hospital that one time. I forget what happened, but. He was like a good Samaritan somebody that just like dropped everything and and did their thing. Okay, we're going to start over in Massachusetts. So there's this three-month-old, and she started choking. And her mom, whose name is Juliet Legger, says that she felt so hopeless because she didn't know what to do. So she calls 911, and the first responder raced to her home over in Brockton, Massachusetts, including police officer Manny Gomez, who happened to be nearby. He said it's probably the most sobering, scariest call you can get as a police officer. But thanks to his efforts, it actually has a really happy ending. So according to Chief Gomez, the infant was unresponsive and limp when uh, when Juliet handed her over to him. And she was just literally flipped her over and started giving her several blows to the back, which loosened the mucus up that she was choking on. Eventually, he used his fingers to clear her th- the baby's throat and uh, she could breathe again. What he said about the whole situation was he said it was a tense situation, but after we swept that out of her mouth, she was just about as scared as I was. The baby was taken to a local hospital. By the way, is doing very well, and the mother says that she is very, very, very much thankful for Gomez for saving her daughter. I can't imagine what that must feel like. Um, if anybody, I don't know if you want to share a story like that, but I can't imagine like if your kid is choking or unresponsive and just what that must feel like. Must be crazy, but good on you know. I mean. We say that, like, officers, first responders of any sorts are just like, this is what they're supposed to do. But imagine, like, being caught in that situation. Imagine being him for a second, you know? Like, good God. So shout out to all of our first responders because you deserve way more than that. But that's what we're going to give you for now. Uh, okay. Now, a little bit more intense of a story. There's this traveling nurse who spent months helping on the front lines of COVID-19, right? And so what she did was she took a break to go back to her home state of Minnesota to save a toddler's life. Her name is Taylor, and I'm not going to try her last name, Picamaranian. Uh, and I uh, heard about this little boy who needed a new kidney because he was born with congenital ne- nephorictic syndrome. not quite sure what that is, but it, apparently it's a life-threatening condition that ultimately turns into kidney failure. And she says that she knew almost immediately that she wanted to be his donor. It's crazy. She's only 27 years old, too. She checked out and, and all the side effects and the impact of being a kidney donor that would have on her life. And about an hour and a half, she was signing up to give one of her kidneys to Bodie, who was the, you know, the little boy. Uh, one of his siblings had the same condition, and their mom, Gloria Hall, donated one of her kidneys to them. But her dad wasn't a match, but Taylor was. And they had a transplant in July, and it was a success.
2: It was definitely just part of my calling and helping people. Even just reading his story
0: and seeing his picture on the Facebook page, he was just the cutest thing ever. By the way, Taylor is now sharing her story in hopes that she'll be able to inspire others to become organ donors. It just feels really great that he's healthy and happy. And I would 100% do it again. Man, I'll tell you, I... Shout out to that, too. I'm I i I'm an organ donor. Like, if I die, you know, like I'm, I'm cool with that. But oh, I maybe one day. I'm not there yet, though. I'm not there yet. All right. Let's get into a made me laugh. We've been talking a lot about gay marriage today, you know, with Miguel. Congratulations again to Miguel and his fiancée, Abe, and my mom going to her first gay Zoom wedding. But uh, Tom Allen, who is, is a gay gentleman, talks about really, like, the benefits – of the equality of, of gay marriage?
2: And I mean, in many ways, it is a great time to be gay, you know, particularly in this country, because we've got things like gay marriage, gay marriage, or as I like to call it, garage. <laughs> and garage is designed to bring equality so that gay people can finally be as miserable as straight people. <laughs> And uh, a lot of the time, you know, it's designed to bring equality, but I sort of think, well, I don't know if I want to be equal, when I can be better. <laughs> and then I think, no, I do want equality because I want what everybody wants. And I think it doesn't matter who you are or where you're from. Deep down, we all want the same thing, really, don't we? We all want the same thing, deep down. We all want the same thing, which is to have an argument in home base. <laughs> I dream of it. No, Gary, not them tiles, the ones I saw in the brochure, for fuck's sake. <laughs> One day.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I always tell Miguel the same thing. I was like, are you sure you really want that equality? Is he sure that's the one you want? All right, thank you so much for listening to today's show. Appreciate you so freaking much. And thank you to all of the certified fans. You know, we got a bunch of merch in the merch store I'd love for you to go check out if you're a big fan of the show and want to support between mugs and shirts and baby onesies and everything else. If you'll go over there and check it out, it would be, uh, mean a lot. Just text the word MERCH. M-E-R-C-H to 888-Kramer8 shoot over a text uh, or sorry shoot me a text I'll shoot you back a link and then you can check out the merch store if you see something you like that'd be a really huge benefit so thank you so much for everything and we'll see you tomorrow bye okay
1: that's it for today thanks for listening to my son's podcast Certified Mama's Boy be sure to review and subscribe and tell your friends love you forever